stuff's blinking. Yes, because it's there recording it now, dude. It has <laughs> to alert you. Legally, it has to tell you. Really? Yeah, you can't just record someone's conversation without them knowing. It's wiretapping. We have to get like a um, subpoena for it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Give Me Attention or Give Me Death. I am here with the good old quesadilla cooker himself, Matty Mins. Uh, uh, I've been giving you more and more nicknames as the days go by. Yeah? Yeah. What are you up to? Like, what? how many? Those two. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Matty, Matty Mins, uh, Matty Minnie, and uh, the quesadilla cooker himself. I like that. Like yeah. Charles W. Chuck Bryant kind of like, yeah. you know, it's good. That's, yeah, that's how, I feel, you know, we're, uh, Matt is my uh, co-champion to, to Dead and Mellow. And uh, we have hit a little bit of a bump in the road. Do you think we can get bailed out as a company? Dude, I was thinking that yesterday. I saw that like businesses can apply to be bailed out. I think we should go for it. We are fucked. Yeah. We haven't uh, filed taxes yet. So it's like we have no proof of being a business. Yeah. Except for like our tax ID. I mean, we exist. Yeah. And they're going to be like, yeah, we'll give you $1,000, but you always like 300 and be like, all right, we'll give it 700 Yeah. I mean, I think we're we just going to embezzle it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, screwed, dude. Yeah. We got to figure out something. Yeah, I mean we're we're a company in America that got fucked over by this whole bull, this whole you know lib agenda. Uh, my my dad picked me up, took me out to lunch the other day, and was going off with a lib agenda. Because of all of this, or just oh, yeah. in general, he thinks this is the liberals. He thinks this is blown out of proportion uh, by the government completely. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, you give the dude a gun, he's going to stick to it. <laughs> you got to applaud him for that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Got a gun. <laughs> yeah, you have to applaud him. Always applaud the man with a gun if he asks you to. <laughs> that should oh, be the man. name of your autobiography, dude. Always applaud a man with a gun if he asks you to. Yeah. That's a nice ring to it. Yeah. It beats um, breaking hearts and ripping farts. Yeah, yeah. That was the other one. <laughs> uh, Jeep tattoo right there. Jeeps, creeps, and trash heaps was another one. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Uh, you. Have you ever had a Jeep? No. That's why it's, you know, the alternate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not hey, the main title. One day, dude. Manifest destiny, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, so, Matt, I've been recording a whole bunch of uh, episodes with people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we've been doing, if you'd like to do one with me here, is reading these uh, Chuck Klosterman hypothetical 50 questions for insane conversations. Okay. Do you want a hypothetical question? Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Too- proud, of you proud of you, pal. Two years old today. <laughs> Shit my pants for the symbolism of it. Are you stealing my jokes? Is that one of your jokes? Well, no, just that I shit my pants at a market basket. You did? No, it's my joke. From what? Stand up. <laughs> All of your jokes. Your yeah. comedy. Anyways, let's do a question. <laughs> oh, Christ. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You celebrate your 75th birthday in good health. Oh, wait, this question is called uh, Forever 75. Mm-hmm. You celebrate your 70th, your 75th birthday in good health. As far as you can tell, you are a spry, relatively normal 75-year-old. I know, but, yeah. you know, go with it. <laughs> yeah. And this condition does not seem to change over time. When you celebrate your 80th birthday, you look and feel exactly as you did in your 75th. When you hit 90, you still look and feel 75. On your 100th birthday, you realize that most of your friends are now dead or dying. But physically, you are the same independent person you were 25 years ago. You hit age 110 with the same results. Every year, you are celebrating a new birthday without physically evolving beyond the age of 75. Doctors have no explanation for this inexplicable stasis. Stasis, sorry. How old would you have to be before you would start to seriously believe that you are immortal? 75, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really going to seal it for me. <laughs> 75? and If you're 75 and healthy, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Because I feel 75 and look 75 now. So yeah. if I continue to stay at this for that long, I'm good. I'm immortal. What if you get worse from here to 75, but at 75, you stay the same? Then if I make it to 75, it's also going to be Yeah, you, you're point. just like a shriveled up spine in a chair with a head attached to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's an extra like 40 or 50 years on what I thought I'd get out of this life, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, 70, all right, so that was a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear another? Yeah. All right, this one's called uh, Banquet of Lovers. Wait, are you going to answer that one? Oh, um, hmm. 105. All right. <laughs> what? Uh, like, if I make it a 75 and I'm pretty healthy, I'm going to be like, God damn, dude, I turned my life around. And then, like, up to 100, I'm going to assume it's luck. Okay. It's like, fuck, dude, I am a lucky boy. Like, how am I not dead yet? But then, like, every year from 100 on, I'm going to be like, this isn't changing. What's happening? And then by 105, I'm going to be like, I don't think I could die. And then if I live to 106, it's because I'm immortal. Because I'm going to find out. Yeah, that's fair. Year 105 of my life, I discover whether or not I'm truly immortal. (laughs) that's my plan (laughs) Uh, all right this one's called banquet of lovers every person you have ever slept with is invited to a banquet where you are the guest of honor Uh, uh, no one will be in attendance except you the collection of your former lovers and the catering service after the meal you are asked to give a 15 minute speech to the assembly what do you talk about oh Damn, dude, I've seen a lot of looks go across your face. (sighs) That one was just a question, and that was the most fear I've seen enter your eyes. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. I, uh, what would I talk about? We've been whipped on stage before, and that was the most fear I've seen enter your eyes. (laughs) Well, that will end, you know, a whipping will end. (laughs) This isn't real. This is, well. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, 15 uh, minutes to every, not every person you've been in a relationship with, but every person you've slept with, yeah, which no, knowing just, you, you know, I know that number is going to fucking skyrocket. You could get a booth, dude. If you <laughs> <laughs> uh, rent a Prius. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll call them all an Uber home. Fucking, it'd be fine. I don't know, man. I don't. Oh God, I haven't thought about those people. What would I say to them? You should have given a fifteen-minute speech. What would you do? Um, do you have the cat in the hat thing from Nick's show transcribed anywhere? I no. Just launch into that. Well, I'll have to study. Well, that's also only like six minutes. I don't know if I'd last the full 15, man. <laughs> this kind of ties into the, the 75-year-old thing. <laughs> well, what if he just talked about, uh, I don't know, sound waves for 15 minutes? Yeah? Yeah, uh-huh. why not? Just fucking lose yourself into a ramble. Because I don't want to seduce them, Alan, you know? Yeah, trust me, dude. I've heard your ramble. It's not, <laughs> it's not seductive. <laughs> And then if you cross the waves, the waves cancel each other out. Are you wet? <laughs> you sound like a surfer when you say it, dude. <laughs> well, that's because I'm hot. I'm yeah. fucking sexy as hell no matter what I do. Yeah. What would also, you talk about? Uh, oh, for 15 minutes, what would I talk about? Yeah. I would talk about the plot of every Friday the 13th movie in order. Okay. Because uh, just imagine the look on everyone's face while you're doing that. Yeah, that'd be good. Because I, it doesn't say that no, that they know why they're there. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. But I know definitely it'll be a chain of, you know, the first girl doesn't know I slept with the second girl, but the third girl definitely knows at least about the first girl and uh you know people you date learn your history and then you know there'll be a chain of people like wait a second and putting that together Mm. and once they start to realize that i have uh had intercourse with all of them and (laughs) they came to a fancy dinner i seemingly put together myself just to give a 15 minute speech about friday the 13th movies to a collection of women i've slept with yeah That'd be great. It kind of would be. Yeah. Honestly, dude, now we got to do this. Yeah. We got to get all these women together that I've slept with. Yeah. Start calling now. We'll be done in two minutes. <laughs> I feel like they've heard that line before, Daddy. <laughs> all right, ready? Mm-hmm. This one's, I'm not going to read what it's called. It kind of gives it away. You need to have the inside of your home painted. A thorough online search of available available professional painters indicates that one candidate is especially ideal for your needs. He has earned high approval ratings from past employers and is relatively inexpensive. However, when you contact him by phone, he mentions one strange detail about his work habits. He insists on watching pornography while painting. Don't worry, I don't masturbate to it. It's just for entertainment, he says, but it's the only way I like to paint. This being the case, I will need to use your DVD player to view my personal collection of erotic films while I work. I may also use your cable service to purchase on-demand or pay-per-view pornographic movies, but I will itemize any movies I watch and subtract them from the cost of your overall bill. Do you employ this pornography enthusiast as your house painter? Inside of the house or outside of the house? Inside. Nah, I could do that. There's wasps outside, man. I'd, I'd employ them for that. 
I don't want to have anything to do with that. <laughs> it's just because of the wasps. Oh yeah, yeah. You've never seen these goddamn things, man. They're uh, I was at war with these things last summer. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. You had, a, you had a we had a summer of wasp wars. Yeah, there was like a hole in my bedroom wall or something or my window, and they kept coming what? in. So I'd wake up and see wasps, and uh, that would start the day. Oh, dude, that's nuts. I, I think I told you about where I used to work and we had the spider and bee war of 2015. Yeah. The talks of peace. Yeah. Depression. <laughs> no, that was different. Jokes. Oh. That, you fucking, you see, you don't, <laughs> don't. That's the spiders that live in my bathroom. Yeah. This oh. is the spider and bee war of 2015 oh, where the, the store I worked at was overrun with uh, three different beehives <laughs> and just this insane amount of spiders. Right. There's just spiders everywhere. You'd think that would cancel itself out at some point. No, it just got worse. They just get you know, it's just the fucking arms race. Jesus it's the Cold God. War all over again. <laughs> what happened in the end? Um, winter. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the Great Equalizer. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you want to do one more question? Yeah. This one's called the Courier. You were offered a strange job by a New York-based company. Every morning at 6 a.m., a car service will come to your home and drive you to JFK Airport, which is 40 minutes from your residence. You will then take an 8 a.m. business class flight to Los Angeles, arriving at roughly 11.30 a.m. You will be picked up at the airport and driven to a Burbank office where you will hand deliver three innocuous but unfaxable documents to the corporation's president. You will then be driven straight back to LAX where you will immediately catch a return flight to New York Another car will pick you up at the New York airport at 9 p.m. and turn you to your home in New York City. This is what you do every day, five days a week. Wake up in New York, fly five and a half hours to Los Angeles, then immediately fly five and a half hours back. You have to wear dress clothes, but your lunches can be expensed, and you would have no other responsibilities while flying. The pay would be a 10% increase from what you currently earn, (laughs) but they need a three-year commitment. This is all done during the day? Yeah. Would you take this job? No. Yeah. I'll do it. No, dude. What? What time do you get back? 9 p.m.? 9.40 p.m. Oh. Because the car picks you up at 9 p.m. to return you home. Mm. You leave at 6 a.m. You come back at 9 p.m. every day. Can I move my house? Like move to L.A.? Or just closer to JFK. I'm thinking like the Ramada. Can I move into? You want to just live in a hotel for three years and get guaranteed money and don't have to do anything? Yeah. Ten percent increase in what you currently earn. Well, you know what ten times zero is, right? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, but I live in New York. Yeah, ooh, that's true. <laughs> Big Apple. Yeah. No, if it was, it. dude, six six a.m. to nine p.m five days a week you'd be busy yeah but you could entertain yourself on a flight you find creative ways to make that fun you know yeah but what do you but you don't have time to do anything else well, i bring a friend and say uh do you want to get lunch in la and you look like hot shit they wouldn't know that this is your hell i don't know if you have much time to do that well they would would give her well yeah but you have to you're, you get off the airport, you're driven to an office, then driven back to the airport and get on another flight. 
<laughs> like you're not getting lunch in LA. Yeah. Uh. You're eating at the airport five days a week. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. I can't get much for ten bucks. You have nine hours off a day. Yeah. Uh. That includes like going to sleep and like waking up. Like not yeah. nine hours to sleep. You have nine hours every day between coming home and then leaving the next day. That's a bad job. Wait, I make ten percent more than what I make or ten times? Ten percent. Yeah, there's not that much of an increase. That's honestly like maybe ten bucks. Yeah. Total. So and yeah. I, I still might though, because flying, I'd not be afraid of flying anymore. Three yeah, you're flying five, oh, dude. That's too much. Flying cross country every single day, five days a week for three years. That would fuck you up, honestly. But they think. I feel like they would. You definitely start getting questioned. Yeah, probably about what the hell is in the um, suitcase or whatever. Yeah, but I think you never know. Yeah. They hate hearing that. Yeah. Did I tell you about when I came home from Canada and they asked me if I brought anything back? And I was like, oh, I just brought something from like my one aunt's gift to another aunt. They're like, what's in it? And I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. And he was like, you're bringing a package across the border and you didn't bother to ask what it is. And he was like, I was like, no. And he was like, just pull over. And he was like, so disappointed in me. <laughs> was just, you know, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. They checked it. <laughs> yeah. He took out his gloves and his little pocket knife and he cut it open very slowly to make sure it wasn't a bomb. It's <laughs> huh. so a fucking glass. That's <laughs> huh? what I told him. was like, it's a gift between two 50-year-old women. I didn't really care what it was. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah. That's why we're not cops. Yeah, that... Killed. That and how much I love pot. Yeah. And how much I hate cops. <laughs> and how much I love crime. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, I guess the big question right now, do you have toilet paper? I think so. <laughs> you don't even know your toilet paper situation? Well, we, we have a bit. I don't know if we have like a stockpile going, but we have like napkins and shit. Lucky you. Yeah, I'm a king. We got four rolls left. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we have like three like that I know about. But I you think guys, beyond you guys that, we start. Into the... You guys got to start looking. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking for toilet paper like every day. We went to five stores the other day. Nothing. Uh, you just got to eat drier foods, dude. <laughs> <laughs> going to start washing my ass. Chicken and egg kind of thing, man. I was going to get... um like a sports bottle I can just keep reusing and just like do like a little handmade bidet. Uh, I feel like you can't keep reusing that no matter what kind of sports bottle it is. Why? I mean, I'm not drinking out of it. That's for sure. But <laughs> I'm just going to like sit in the tub with my legs up like tub girl and squirt my ass with the sports water bottle to get all the poo out of my butthole because I ran out of toilet paper <laughs> because everyone bought all the toilet paper and they still do every day. What if you just get used to that because this goes on for so long and then the next time we're back at like a Planet Fitness or something or staying at someone's house? 
You're just like, oh shit, like old habits, man. <laughs> I gotta take a shit at this public gym. Let me bend over backwards and squirt this bottle up my ass. <laughs> That'd be fun. I think it'd be worth it just for that moment. <laughs> I mean, I'll just do that at someone's house, dude. Yeah. I don't think they know, you know, if I do that or not. <laughs> I just picture like staying at Nathan's house for some reason. Just the like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you boys got to clean this up before my wife sees it. She'll pick like that's, all a, out. that's a fair request, though. Oh, yeah. It's a very fair request. But it, it'd be a fun moment, though, between us, all of us there. A, bo- a real bonding experience. Yeah. Although I say all of us, I don't know why I would be looped in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that I'd be like privy to this. Well, we're a package deal, dude. We travel there together. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I figured I'd be there in in some capacity, but not yeah. not like immediately aware that that's what's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. didn't tell you that's what's happening. Yeah, you got to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tell you every time I'm gonna go take a piss. Yeah, you do because I usually have to as well. Let's yeah, not yeah. sync this up. Dude. <laughs> I wonder if we're still syncing up. Yeah. Probably not. I've been pissing like crazy. Uh, I just drink coffee all day. Yeah. I also got a 12-pack of Moxie to see what that tastes like. Kind of good. It's nice, dude. It's like black licorice root beer kind of, you know? Yeah. I never liked it until like this year. Yeah. It's good. Uh, So, Matt, do you have any uh, tips and tricks for quarantine life that you've been getting you through? Um, I've been doing, I've been trying to sleep as much as I can, even if it's not actual sleep, just so that there's less of the day. Um, I've been doing just push-ups all over the place because yeah. it just breaks up the time, you know, like right. if I get like stumped on something, I can't like go out and like, you know, usually I'll go out and like distract myself for a few minutes. Like I can't do that. So I just drop and do a shitload of push-ups until I'm not pissed off about it and then uh it's, it's effective wow dude you are prepared for prison i've been trying to look at it like all right like people adapt to fucking prison so i can adapt to being like locked in my house for a while yeah that's a good way to look at it so i've been like just learning how to um how to do like the workout i would do at the gym in the basement and how to mountain bike again and i've been reading a lot yeah i don't know how long this is gonna last man i feel that things fraying already but it's working right now well if they fray we'll just close out your basement and i'll come over yeah and we'll just record and we'll record an album in this we should dude that'd be cool yeah dude if either of our mom would let us leave the house <laughs> we're both fucking grounded yeah man it's what it feels like uh my mom is very anxious about me going to meet up with my dad yeah yeah, she was like, what, what, are you gonna are you gonna hug him?" I was like, <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I feel like people will settle a little bit, but it's at the same time, like, it's kind of there's only one play. Yeah, we just have to I not get this. I don't know if people. Will, I don't. I think people are gonna freak out way more before they settle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, definitely because I think we're gonna have to reach that fever pitch for first, you know. Yeah. 
we're gonna have to hit that that point where it finally breaks. Yeah. But just like, well, if it goes long enough, we'll know kind of like what situations to like really avoid and what situations are cool. Unless there's like martial law, then we're just fucked. But yeah, I mean, it's um, just going to be a lot of like no big groups of people. Yeah. Which is good for us since that's really just means no shows. Yeah. Or a folk. Yeah. No folks. Start playing my genre, man. Problem solved. Wait, is no folks and folk? No. Mm. <laughs> Did you miss it? <laughs> Comment eight. Oh, hey, this isn't interesting for the podcast. Mm. But um, oh, thank you. Hey, dude, absolutely. I'll mail you um some baked goods. Yeah, some... with a file in them. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we should do that. We should get into the spirit of it. And start sending each other things like that. I've started digging through all my shit. I went through all my CDs today and like figured out what's in what case and what actually exists. I'm missing a lot. (laughs) I don't know how it happens. Oh, and dude, you're going to be very excited to hear this. Since this quarantine started, I have lost a hat. Yay. Oh, and where? Well, I guess. Good question. (laughs) These are the questions I've been wondering myself since I've been... Stuck at the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you leave your house when you did it? I don't know. I just I woke up one day and I was like, yeah, I got no idea where that hat is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, dude. I, I'll go a whole day without thinking. And <laughs> like, I'll just keep doing. And then yeah. the next day I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that all happened. And it's yeah. like, I got to retrace my steps and find this hat. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a fun fun podcast, dude. <laughs> Retrace the steps and find Alan's hat. Yeah. It's like an adventure game. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. cool. Hey, Jinx. Still got it, Daddy. Yeah. Man, dude, I got a really weird feeling listening back to... Uh, I've been putting some extra stuff up on the Patreon, and I put up... Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm putting up the weekend in Sioux Falls. Oh, yeah? And uh, the recording goes on after my set and it's like you and I talking and uh, people coming up to me and talking. And I was just like, wow, what a different world. (laughs) It's like, it's me and man and we're not in our homes and they're strangers. Yeah. Times are good then, man. Like real bona fide strangers. (laughs) Dude, I keep waking up with like every morning I'll get like a little flicker of like a tour that I did or like a show that I did or something and it'll just be so vivid and it'll just hurt so bad. <laughs> and I'll just try to go, I'll be like, oh, go back to sleep. <laughs> and I can't. And that's how the day begins now. I was doing fine until I listened through that. I think this podcast today is helping a lot because it's keeping my mind occupied so I don't realize that my life is over. Yeah, but also, dude. I mean, my life was heading to like, oh, I fucked up. I'm done. Yeah. And, and now that the world's kind of done with me, it's like, oh, this is like a nice pace. It's like the way that um, after Vince McMahon bought WCW, he then split WWE into two separate like. There's Raw and then SmackDown rosters. 
yeah so that it would be harder for them to succeed and keep going as fast so that they had to slow down mm. that's what this virus is for me it's the <laughs> ron smackdown draft <laughs> okay <laughs> that's what i've been doing <laughs> oh man dude yeah we we should figure out some weird project we can do through this quarantine yeah yeah i know something will come to like it's, it feels like the first week i spent just trying to get my head around like what is this and like what now and now it's like ideas are starting to kick back on for like okay this is what the world is for a while yeah we'll i mean come up with some shit. it's only been 15 or it's only been 10 days god it's been 10 days yeah jesus my birthday ended the world dude sorry yeah I never have turned 30 i was never meant to oh i still have your coat dude dude i know and <laughs> it got cold yeah it fucking How could we have known <laughs> dude, like, yeah. oh, just give me this in a couple of days world fucking ends okay world ends and temperatures drop <laughs> i looked in my car the other night and i was like man we really had no idea this was coming because <laughs> it's just everything in there was just left for like oh when i see Elle the next day when i go to practice the next day like yeah none of that applies anymore <laughs> it's weird Day to day, as long as I can not think about the fact that uh, this will never change, I feel fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as I keep in the very zen mindset of like, just whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And all you're going to do is whatever you're going to do. So just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times I've just said that out loud. I don't know <laughs> if it helps, but I don't think it doesn't help. Yeah. It's literally all we can do, which is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, this sucks. I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> I'm, I'm thriving. This plague is the best thing professionally to happen to me in a while. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, we should figure, I mean, we should figure out, like, you know, we'll figure out a little podcast hook and we'll have our own little uh, quarantine series going. Yeah. That'd be fun. Ways to keep Bat Minigel uh, from, you know, going kablooey. We can even keep that coming after the quarantine, dude. We, you know, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's like, that's, that's what our act is. Yeah. That's <laughs> it me. Really is. Turns out, yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's us making sure we don't get the old kablooeys. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ, dude. Yeah, man. Well, this was a... Uh, Fun, fun catching up. I'm not sure if anyone's gonna be still listening at this point because uh, no, but I'm recording it. Oh, you're posting it. Okay. Yeah, it's still gonna. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Christ, dude, I miss you, bud. Miss you too, daddy. All right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording, but don't hang up yet. Okay. I'll catch you later, dude. Take care. See you later. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>